Great day, amazing humans. Woo! Welcome to this next episode of the Empowered in My Skin, the podcast. On today, oh my God, I'm so excited. I am interviewing an e-talk reporter and she covers all things entertainment. She owns that red carpet, interviewing, having experience with interviewing some of the biggest names in entertainment, but that's not even the tip of the of her iceberg. She's an advocate for health and wellness. And as such, she launched her own online community, Healthy is Hot, in 2018. Via this platform, she creates a real, raw, and supportive space for open dialogue on difficult health-related topics and tips and tricks for living one's best life. My girl! In January 2020, a Crave original series, Healthy is Hot, was launched. She took us on a journey through this series, from facing fears to serving in the most meaningful way to showing what leadership truly is. This series is everything. You have to watch it. I'm so excited. So put your ears together for the amazing <laughs> Chloe Wilde. <laughs> Honestly, like I would just, that kind of introduction is the kind of introduction that like stays with you for the rest of your life. Like the next time I wake up on the wrong side of the bed, I'm just going to remember this moment and be like, I got this. I'm going to be empowered it. my skin. I love it. I love it. I, I, I mean, I could have said your name right out the bat, but I was like, I got to build it up. But you know, I feel like every podcast, I've, every interview I've done has prepared me for today. So I'm really, really excited to get launched. So for my guests who may not know you, can you tell us a bit about, you know, Chloe Wilde and really like, where are you going? I mean, I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> I type of person that's like I'm just like open for whatever life has in store for me and my heart and mind are open to whatever comes my way and I think I've been like that since I was really really young but when I was younger I had a little bit of tunnel vision I was really into my sciences I was obsessed with all things science I was the kid that would carry around like a bucket of tadpoles to school and like show them off to people I thought it was the coolest thing I'm like look at my tadpoles they're gonna turn into frogs most kids did not care but I was so passionate and then that passion stayed with me through to university where I got a bachelor's of science from McGill and I was headed towards med school I thought that was my passion I thought that was my my lane and then I started to uh, burn out and then um, this was after my first degree and so then I went into a a second degree in nursing because healthcare and helping people was always at the core of who I was as a person. And then uh, even though I was so focused on helping others, I wasn't really focused on helping myself. And so what ended up happening was a second and quite debilitating burnout in my second degree. Um, So much so that I had to take a sabbatical year to focus on my health and my mental health. Well, being the type A gung-ho person that I was, busybody, I didn't really know how to take a sabbatical or how to take care of myself. So Essentially, one month into this supposed sabbatical, I was sitting on the couch. At this point, I was living in Montreal, and I was crying. I was not sure what to do. I missed being in school. I didn't know how to take care of myself, and I'm haphazardly flipping through the channels. I come across much music. There's a commercial that completely changed my life, and I just remember hearing, because there's so many tears in my eyes, like, do you want to be the next Much Music VJ? And in that moment, I thought you know what? Why not? Why not? (laughs) Like, what do I have to lose? Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm on a sabbatical. Like, why as well try something new? Like something in my soul was like, Chloe, 
you're here, you heard this commercial, like, I don't know, there was just something urging me to push me in that direction. And to be honest, it was the coolest, best decision I've ever made because it forced me to really step out of my shell. Mm. I was on this reality show. We traveled across the country. I ended up somehow, and I really mean that somehow, I was shocked. I ended up winning the competition, which landed me a three-month contract at Much Music. And that was, what, like seven and a half years ago? And through all of that, I have finally learned what it means to be healthy and have created healthy as hot as a result but it all happened kind of at the same time like you know like I was at a place where academically I was thriving but my health was really suffering and then I was at a fork in the road where I could have just stayed sitting on the couch crying and taken a sabbatical I don't even know what that would have looked like but for some reason I decided to take the other fork in the road and it threw me on this amazing wild adventure of all the things you mentioned in the bio but working in this media space but more importantly it really allowed me to connect to myself and to really learn what healthy is and to create healthy as hot which now has you know grown into a community and the the, to actually answer your question, where I'm going, like all of this is to say that you never quite know where life is going to take you. But I think the best thing you can do is to honor where you're at and also honor those, those little signs and signals that are, are actually kind of guiding you in new and exciting directions. And even if they kind of frighten you, sometimes it's worth exploring what's on the other side of that. And so something that I finally followed through at the beginning of the pandemic was these little signs and signals and voices inside of my heart that was saying like, hey, maybe it's time to really go back to health in a big and meaningful way. Not to say that healthy is hot, not meaningful, but I was kind of craving a little bit more, more of an impact, more of a reach. So I finally decided to go back to school to become a health and a life coach. Mm recently graduated, recently started working with clients. And it's interesting because that girl in university, the one that was so gung-ho on science and either going to med school or a nurse, like that girl, she's still very much alive in me, but now I feel like she's finally getting a moment to shine. And it's really amazing how everything's kind of coming together. And I'm so excited to see what happens next because so far the things that have happened in the last seven, eight years, I could have never predicted. So at this point, I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to trust the process, do my best to show up fully every day, you know, lead with love, spread kindness. I'm like, I'm buckled up. Yeah, flow. And so I have to just, so taking you back to the sabbatical moment, because I think there was a message in there that I want to share with everyone, because you, in all of that, you never really talked about, um, or you never really mentioned that, you know, you apply for this VJ opportunity, you got it. And then suddenly you were feeling like better, but it sounds to me like the underlying thing is that you kicked up a passion. Like you, you awoke an inner, like there's an inner Chloe, an inner wild, as you always say, that woke up and suddenly you're thriving in a different way. Does that sum that up well? Yeah, that really though, the hundred percent that resonates wholeheartedly because Mm. up until, and that burnout was such a, it was such a moment for me where life really changed because I had to be honest with myself that A, I wasn't okay. And B, maybe what I thought I wanted wasn't really what I really wanted. And maybe that was also okay. Mm -hmm. I think I had such intense tunnel vision that I was going to become a doctor. I was going to become a healthcare professional. And those are beautiful professions, but somewhere along the way that stopped actually being true for me. Mm -hmm. And I think that I wasn't acknowledging that for a very long time. And it 
it created a lot of uncertainty and anxiety and stress within me, which I think was part of the factors that led to that burnout. And then finally, when I, I hit a low point, mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to have a little bit of a rebirth and I got to pick and choose who I wanted to be. And for the first time, I didn't have preconceived notions about who I was supposed to be as a human being, but instead was actually listening to what I wanted in that Mm. moment, not what I thought I wanted or what I should want or Mm. what everyone around me wanted for me, but actually just taking a moment to quiet down, look internally, listen, and be curious. And so now in this season of COVID and and the fact that you're stepping into life coaching, um, this speaks a lot to me because I, I mentor a lot of women and especially career women. And the one thing I hear right now is they're just wondering, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a tough one for many because they, they feel stuck or they don't know how to figure that out. So what would be like some great direction that you can provide as a coach as to how to start to trace that? Yeah, you know, there's, to anyone who's listening to this, who is feeling that uncertainty, feeling that anxiety, feeling that, where you're questioning a lot, just know that all of your feelings are a hundred percent valid mm-hmm. and that they are worthy. And just because you have these concerns and these worries doesn't make you less worthy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we are human. And I think sometimes we try to show up so fully that we forget that we're allowed to have days where we don't feel a hundred percent. So I think the first thing we have to do is to acknowledge that it's okay not to be okay. And that with all of this uncertainty, let's just take it a moment at a time. Instead of looking like six months ahead and and putting all of that worry on us, let's take it one moment at a time and look at the things in our lives that maybe we could do have a little bit of control over. There's so much that is out of our control right now, but I empower everyone and encourage everyone to look at their lives and say, okay, where can I regain some of that control? And how can I regain some of that control in a really positive way that's going to have positive ripple effects? Mm -hmm. So I like suggesting things as, and they're going to sound simple and they're meant to sound simple because these are foundational habits that will help form healthy behaviors. And like, really, we are made up of our habits. So let's start putting conscious effort into making habits that actually make us happy. So things like waking up and having a gratitude journal every morning, wake up, write down three things that you're grateful for. And even if it feels like in the moment, there is nothing to be grateful for. You woke up that morning. Mm. Maybe you had a roof over your head. Maybe we're grateful for the essentials in life. And then we can grow from there. But every single day for a week, why not try having a gratitude practice? And in addition to that, first thing in the morning, give your body some hydration. Sometimes when we're stressed, and there's a lot of uncertainty. We kind of forget to, to take care of ourselves on a very foundational level. We forget to drink water. We're just hopped up on tea and coffee all day long because we need it to get through because it's stressful. And when we're stressed, we move fast. I'm encouraging you to slow down, hydrate. And also let's go back to 10,000 steps a day. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be hard for a lot of listeners who, who might live in, in Canada and it's getting cold. It's getting dark. You don't really want to leave the house. The couch is cozy. Like I get it. I get it because this is my challenge every day too. But the goal with 10,000 steps is what if we started incorporating a little bit of movement throughout our day? Because when I work with my clients, I challenge them to do 10,000 and they'll tell me, they're like, but that's, that's so, I can't, are you kidding me? Like, what do you want me to do? Go run for hours? And I'm like, no, like how about instead of leaving it until nine o'clock at night and you're like, oh, 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 it's going to call me out. 
because I always do, but it always comes from a place of love. What I encourage is how about every hour, if you have a desk job or you're sitting down or you're a little bit immobile, how about every hour you set an alarm, you do a couple things. You go for a walk around the block. You call a family member or a loved one and you get a little walk in while you get some social engagement. And then you go back to your day. And then when you go back to your day, you've got a little bit more energy. You've given yourself a little bit of me time. Because the thing is, is with everything going on, you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. Like there's already so much happening. Mm. So how about we make a little bit of extra effort to fill our cup so that way we can be the amazing, amazing individuals that we are and that give back to our community, give back to our, our family, our loved ones, our friends, but we have to give back to ourselves. And it starts with those foundational habits. I love that. So gratitude journal. I actually do mine in the evening, but I, 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 oh, yeah. actually, I, I wake up in gratitude, I think, because I go to bed in gratitude. But <laughs> I, I, you go to bed in gratitude and you're like, I'm <laughs> I wake up in gratitude. I say, yeah, new day. Yes. But there, she is so right. The gratitude journal is life changing. Hydrate, 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 hydrate. As we, as she picks up her water and I'm Got about to make her mind soon. Okay. Yes. Hydrate. And people are asking how much, how much water, what's Chloe's recommendation on daily intake? Just honestly, let's start basic. Like let's just aim for two liters. And for anyone who doesn't drink two liters right now, I promise <laughs> you, you will need to go to the bathroom a lot, but your body will adjust. Yeah. And just think about it. You got to go pee more. That means you're getting more steps in. And then you're <laughs> so really it's a win-win situation. And 10,000 steps. So get your watch on and go. I love that. I love the tips around walking around the house. I actually, I, I exercise. So I get a lot of my steps in there, but yeah. I want to actually adopt that walking during meetings, right? Like somebody did that with me today. So it's, um, so yeah. love that. I love that. It's, so, it's like a sneaky way to like, the thing is, is everyone is understanding right now that life is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So if you have a meeting, oh my goodness, get bundled up, go outside, go for a walk, take your meeting. Yeah. Yeah. You want to catch a family member? Amazing. Do it while you're walking. You want to read a book? Maybe you go an audio book this month and you do it while you're getting your steps in. Like Mm -hmm. let's find sneaky ways to double dip in life, to be efficient, but also move. Like let's just move. And when you first started, when I asked you that question, you first started with, you know, almost it's okay. Allow yourself to be okay with whatever it is and wherever you are at. And I just want to let you know, there was a post the other day uh, where you talked about, you just slept in, you just, you woke up and you couldn't do it. And I'll be honest with you. It gave me permission to sleep in the next day and slept for like nine hours. And that's really, that's a rare Inkichi like, yeah. And I realized you can't just be on the go all the time. So I do, I appreciate you for giving permission. And, um, and that leads me so well into the next because watching healthy is hot. <sighs> Chloe, man. No, honestly, like, first of all, from watching you jump, bungee jump, and I, I mean, I don't want to ruin it for anyone that hasn't watched, you know, I'll, I'll, let's just talk about the essence and you take us through that entire series and, and maybe your favorite highlights from it, but you just made me want to live even just more bold in life. Oh, right? I love really that. Embrace the simplicity of life, embrace nature more, just embrace actually recognizing that I own my freedom. That's what I like. It's, it's incredible what you made me feel. And, and it was a very emotional as well, because I felt like there are some places where I haven't released yet. And so, you know, thank you for opening that up, but talk to us about how you curated that and 
maybe even just what were the best moments? Like what is Chloe on the other side of that? Cause I can't, <laughs> can't even imagine what. <laughs> Honestly, first of all, thank you so much for checking it out. Thank you for telling me your reaction because I think the most beautiful thing about Healthy is Hot as a brand is that it means something different for every person. So like on my podcast, the last question I ask everyone since day one has been, what does healthy as hot mean to you? Mm -hmm. And at first it was just like a cute theme question. I was like, great, I'll end with the same question. It'll wrap it up nicely. But then as I started doing episodes, I realized, wow, these three words mean something incredibly different to each individual. And with the show, Healthy as Hot, same kind of thing. Everyone's watching the same content, but everyone has a different reaction. And I think that's the beautiful thing about this idea of healthy as hot, because we're looking at health through different lenses and every episode looks at a different theme. So mm -hmm. one is nature, reconnecting with nature. I mean, there's incredible studies that show that when we spend time in nature, it does beautiful things to our physiology, to our mental health, to our creativity in the best way. And I think a lot of the times as adults, we forget to go out and be in nature. We're just like, we just work all the time. And then we're busy bodies. We've got events and we've got dinners and we've got, blah, 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 blah. we forget to just slow down and be in nature. And that, that episode was definitely one of my favorites. That one took place in Tofino in British Columbia. And it was the very first episode that we filmed. And I kind of had the similar sensations of when I embarked on the Much Music VJ search. There was a lot of excitement, a lot of uncertainty. You know, I was stepping into a, a new role as yes, I'd been a host before, but a host of a show on something that I built. And also I was a producer. It was, it was quite, it was a very, very visceral. I was very emotional. I cried a lot throughout that production. There was a lot of feelings and a lot of heart put into it. And Tofino was such a beautiful place to start this show because my goodness, if you are lucky enough to get out there or just look at a video of Tofino, there is something really magical about the environment, the air, mm -hmm. people that live there. And just getting to reconnect with nature in a way that I hadn't in a long time, it really quite, it took my breath away. And then from a very peaceful, serene nature experience, then uh, I uh, had to <laughs> my fears. And uh, this is the thing about me is I'm, a, I'm very much an open book. I'm pretty much game for anything. So when my producer was like, there's going to be a face your fear episode. Do I have carte blanche to do whatever I want? And I was like, yeah, of course, I'm game, whatever, let's do this. She's like, okay, you sure? And I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, I love you. I know you got my best interest at heart. But she did. I think she might have had the show's best interest at heart a little bit more than me because <laughs> I really did have to face my fear. I thought, and I want to like, for, for you, we already kind of talked about the fact that it's bungee jumping, but let me set the scene for you. So that day, I'm told you're going to need to come out of the hotel blindfolded. Oh, did I lose yeah. you? Yeah, just say so you're going to have to come out of the hotel blindfolded yeah. that day. So all, I know, all I know that day is I'm told, come out blindfolded, and we're going to take you to an unknown location for an unknown activity. And I'm like, awesome, cool, can't wait. What? So I'm in this van for what felt like two and a half hours, blindfolded. The whole time we get to the location, I'm walked out of the van to the location where I I'm stepping on what feels like gravel. Then all of a sudden it's getting quite windy. And finally, by the time it's time to take the blindfold off, they're like, all right, Chloe, we've got the shot. 
I take it off and realize I am standing on a suspension bridge. It hits me like a ton of bricks that I'm going to be bungee jumping. And I realize, mm -mm, nope, did not sign up for this. And I had to have a really kind of like intense moment with myself where I was like, all right, Chloe, like this is one of the episodes. If you want to promote people mm. stepping outside of their comfort zones, it doesn't have to be bungee jumping. It could be raising your hand in a meeting. It could be going to an improv class. It could be wearing a, a dress that you wear inside the house and it makes you feel confident, but you're too nervous to wear it outside. You know, like stepping outside of your comfort zone looks different for everyone. And I was showing a very extreme one, but I was like, I got to do this for everyone that watches this. Like I, I got to show up today and I need to go through the feelings and I need to actually step outside my comfort zone and step off of a bridge. And it was terrifying. It was so terrifying. Like, I wish I could sit here and be like, it was so much fun. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to do it again. No, I will never do it again. But let me tell you, I had to do it twice for the show because the first time I felt inauthentic. I came back up. I was crying. I was bleeding. I must've punched myself in the face on my way down. And they were like, okay, great. Like Chloe, you're a bit of a mess. Like let's, let's go. And I was like, no, we can't go. I need to go it again. I was I haven't faced my fears. You're like, yeah, but we can, we can do it in editing. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I need to go again. Um, and I don't know if that was the adrenaline talking or what, but I mean, essentially there's a lot of really kind of like intense things that happen in every single episode, mm -hmm. whether it's giving back to your community, um, reconnecting with nature, facing your fears. Um, we also have a great episode with uh, a Canadian water activist, mm -hmm. uh, Peltier, who She's is amazing, phenomenal. Eh? Oh, wow. I mean, a teenager just using her voice. 15 like, years old. Yeah. But it was quite a show. And it's actually wild because now what it's, yeah, like up pretty much a year ago, we got back from filming it. Mm -hmm. Oh, you filmed it in 2019 and it aired in 2020. Wow. And are my, you going to do it? Are you going to do another series? I mean, girl, I'm hoping I got my okay. fingers crossed. I would yeah. love, it's a little bit tricky right now with the pandemic, but I'm honestly, if the first season is all I get as far as the show, I'm so grateful for the mm. opportunity to show health in a different way and to shine a spotlight on some really incredible individuals in each of the episodes. But I mean, I've got, I've got a long list of other things that we could do and other things that we can explore to get people to tap into their own feelings and kind of provoke a little bit of internal yeah. introspection when it comes to health, but mm -hmm. I hope so. But and I, I absolutely loved it. And I honestly, I encourage people to just even just take a peek at it and, I'll, and you touched on it so eloquently, like, I don't know that I'd go bungee jumping. I have done parasailing. So I've been up in the air over the Pacific Ocean. Don't know if I'd do that again. But I think for me, it was like, what am I not facing? Like, I, I think that that is the, the, the feeling, the visceral feeling that came to me when I was watching it. So you are right. I think anyone that's watching that, it can open up a ton of opportunity as to, you know, stepping into our courage more. So kudos on you. That was, it was phenomenal. Great series. And I loved, I loved every single episode of it. So tell me something, um, having interviewed so many amazing personalities in the entertainment business, do you have, can you actually, I don't know if you could, do you have like your favorite, like your top one or two? <laughs> like who, who did you just, Love. Ooh, change I mean, your life, yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, change my life is really like the thing with interviewing celebrities is it's such an interesting world because 
sometimes you're lucky and you get a nice 15 minute slot with them. And sometimes most of the time it's like a three, five minute interview and you have to do, you know, as your job, it's to find a rapport with them as soon as possible to be able to connect with them on a very human level. I mean, these are fantastically talented individuals and then to be able to deliver the content, but there are those few people that you interview and there's just, they leave you with something. And for me, there's definitely like three people that come to mind. Um, Meryl Streep, hands oh. down. It was I mean, TIFF, Toronto International Film Festival. It She's, you know, not known for doing a lot of red carpet interviews, but we were prepared just in case. And then next thing I do, there she was standing right in front of me with King Street, you know, one of the, the main streets here in Toronto, just chanting Meryl's name. And I, I was one of those moments in my, my entertainment career where I took a mental snapshot and I was like, this this is a pretty surreal moment. Um, I also recently oh, interviewed, like, I mean, such an amazing woman, Carrie Washington. She is, I mean, she is, she's an amazing actor, but she is so many other things. She's oh my gosh, like, oh, she's an activist, a philanthropist. She is, my gosh, she uses her voice to talk about some really important things. Mm-hmm. And she's someone who people really listen to. And I honestly, like, it was a quick, junket interview but I kind of soaked up every single moment of that because she's someone who I really really look up to Mm -hmm. and then um, as a Canadian I watched a lot of his movies growing up Jim Carrey is of course also an (laughs) he's a comedic icon and that was pretty surreal as well one of those moments where I had to really pinch myself after the fact but Gosh, there have been so many people over the years, but I mean, those three definitely come to mind quite quickly. And when you're in these scenarios with them, you know, how do you ground yourself? Like, how does, how does Chloe show up? Honestly, you just got to go in there and be like, they're just people. The thing with big stars and big celebrities is that society really puts them up on a pedestal. And sometimes Mm. that's, dangerous territory right because it's when we put someone up on a pedestal we sometimes forget that they're human and they have concerns and maybe they didn't sleep great that night before and I don't know maybe they're nauseous from traveling like you know what I mean like sometimes we forget that these big actors or designers or musicians are are human beings at the end of the day so for me the biggest thing is like okay cool I'm gonna go interview yes this big star but Mm -hmm. I start to think I'm like I wonder how they slept last night or I wonder Mm -hmm. what they had for breakfast Mm -hmm. you know like you really just kind of humanize them and and relate to them on a human level and go in open-minded and I think my my the biggest thing that I take into every every situation whether it's work or not but especially with work is I go in curious like I go in with no assumptions and I try to be a very curious individual who wants to make whoever is on the other side of that that interview table feel comfortable feel heard feel appreciated and I'm in their corner Because as an interviewer, that's my job is to be on their side and get their story out, whether it's a movie or a passion project or their philanthropy work, like whatever it is, it's my job to make sure that they feel safe and secure and supported so that they can tell their story. And I love that. I think the curiosity is so key, right? Like I, even in my world, right, which is, you know, 
not bright lights and big stars, but I recognize it's really no different. So I love the fact that you, you know, you really humanize that. And I think it's to anyone that's listening, that's in a room after listening to a speaker and feels fear in maybe asking the question, if you're asking from a place of curiosity, then you are presenting your best self mm, because yeah. it is, it is your desire to really understand and to, and to, engage with that individual in a very curious way and I don't think you can ever go wrong so I love that you uh you named it to that space I love that so I want to end um on mental health Mm -hmm. how do we stay focused on our health and our vitality and how we're showing up with our mental game yeah I mean that's a very important question I think the first thing we have to do is to have the awareness to check in on our mental health. I think sometimes in life we are on autopilot, whether it's in our relationships or our jobs or our day-to-day activities or our health. Sometimes we are stuck on autopilot and we need to shake that up. And especially when it comes to our mental health, trust me, I've been there where I haven't checked up on it. And what ends up happening is you go, 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 because we're resilient, we're, we're individuals with grit, but eventually sometimes you run out of steam. And I don't want anyone to get there. So what I'm imploring everyone to do is to have daily check-ins on yourself. Like, how am I doing today? Like, how am I really doing today? Not love what people see on social media, maybe not even what your friends and family see, but like have a little moment to yourself where you check in on how you're doing, where are your thoughts at? Are they more negative, more positive? How are you sleeping? How are you eating? What's your energy like, your moods like? Like these are all signs and signals of things that are going well or things that need a little bit more attention. Mm -hmm. When it comes to mental health, of course, you got to check on yourself, but right now everyone needs a little bit of checking on. So kind of have make a list of the people that are really important to you. And I would just rotate through them now and then just randomly check in on them, send them a loving text, a call. If you know someone is struggling, sometimes a simple phone call is sometimes great or, you know, sending them a meal. Like there's food delivery apps. If you're in a position where you're, you can buy someone a nice warm bowl of soup. Like we all know what that feels like when someone makes you something of course, we can't do that right now with lockdown, but there's still ways where we can extend some love mm. and extend some check-ins, but just being there for one another. Like right now, I think we really, we need to be okay with leaning on each other a little bit more. And also we need to be okay with checking in on our own mental health. And do you do that on a daily basis? I mean, I try, I try. Mm-hmm. When I posted that thing about sleeping in, yeah. it's, uh, it's it, the picture that accompanied it was me very happy having coffee. But what was <laughs> actually going on was, this is probably TMI, but I, I am an open book, is that since launching the coaching business and working a full-time job and running Healthiest Hot, I have not been checking in on my own mental health. I've been so committed to giving mm-hmm. to my day job, giving to the healthiest hot community, giving to these new clients of mine that I forgot to give to myself. And do you know what happened? I got shingles. Okay. You did. So that's what I'm going through right now. And so I have to check in on myself because literally what I am out here trying to encourage others to do, I kind of forgot to do for myself for a whole month. And what ended up happening? I stopped sleeping as much. I wasn't eating as much. I forgot to drink water. I literally did all of the foundational things that we've been talking about that I so like wholeheartedly believe in and usually practice 
but I slipped up. I fell off the bandwagon. I stopped doing my foundational habits and my body spoke up and said, Hey, you're not listening to me. I'm trying to communicate with you. So I'm going to make you slow down. And I always kind of appreciate, I like, I try to find the moments to be gracious and to have gratitude because I'm like, wow, okay. There's a learning opportunity here that I can say all the things and encourage others to do it. <laughs> I don't do it myself. Like, I don't really know what it's worth. So that's, you know, I, I'm, I'm more conscious of it now. Mm-hmm. I was really good at the beginning of the pandemic. Then it kind of got a little bit down and out. Then I was good. Now this happened. So now I'm really, I'm making more conscious efforts. Sometimes I, I'll put like reminders in my phone and I'll mm-hmm. put them weekly and I'll be like mental health check-in yeah. or weekly again, like check in on a loved one and just kind of like rotate through the people that I loved um, and kind of give to myself and then give to others. I love that. And so, and Chloe, where do we, where do we see, find more of you online? <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I just for my, my listeners, maybe. I know. I know. I hear you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to my, my rant and rant. Oh my gosh. They come from a good place. I mean, look, if you want more of me, I, I, I respect it. I've questioned it, but I respect it. Um, so on social media, it's the Chloe wild, um, healthy as hot is as it sounds the healthiest hot show. You can find it on crave podcast, anywhere podcasts are found. Um, and yeah, I think, I think that's it, but yeah, just hit do, you me do, 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 Twitter, do you do Twitter a lot or no? I, mean, you know, I don't, I don't, can't even tell you the last time I tweeted. Okay. I feel I feel old. Like I don't know what's going on. I with all these social. Media. I know you're not into TikTok. I saw that. I mean, I tried. To, I tried. I downloaded TikTok, and then I got very confused and didn't quite understand. And I was like, you know what? Do I need another social media? <laughs> I was like, I think I'm okay. I think I'm, I'm going to go with the basics. I've got Facebook. I got LinkedIn. I got Instagram. I'm on TV. You can listen to my podcast. Like, I think that's my limit. <laughs> Love it. And so now just to close, can you close with a hot minute on what it means to be empowered in my skin? Ooh, I love that. I mean, I should have known that was coming. <laughs> I mean, I think empowered in my skin is, is, first of all, such an awesome, beautiful, like name, because even saying empowered in my skin, just saying it makes me feel empowered in my skin. Like it makes me want to sit different, you know, and like, oh, like love what's going on over here. And it really, it brings me back to why, like what healthy is hot is. And it's this idea of like, my goodness, we are amazing, beautiful people. And if we take care of ourselves, our mental health, our physical health, the way we show up in the world, how we give back to our communities, like that's how we're going to feel empowered in our skin because we are inherently amazing and we should be empowered enough to realize that, heck yeah, we're empowered in our skin. I the world needs to see it and hear it. And like, let's go make some noise out there. Shout it from the mountaintops. Yes. Healthy is hot and we're empowered in our skin. Yeah. I love it. So I have to thank you. Thank you for making healthy is hot. Like, and I, I love, I mean, if you want to, can you share really, really quickly? I'm, I'm now I'm like totally going the five pillars. Cause we didn't even get, I didn't even get. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There, I mean, there's just, the thing is, is, I mean, it's my fault. Once you get me talking, it's very hard to reel me <laughs> but in. But they're important pillars. Like that blueprint is wicked. Yeah. I really, I, yeah, I think the reason why healthy is hot has all the pillars is because like growing up, I struggled with body image and struggled with my relationship with food. And I thought 
being hot meant one thing. I thought being hot was one look, one size. And then the older I got, I realized, no, 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 like screw looking hot. Like let's be healthy. Like to me, if you're healthy, that's hot. Like if you're healthy, that's beautiful. And like healthy looks different on everyone. And being healthy doesn't mean just what you eat or how many times you go to the gym. Yes. Physical health and nutritional health is a part of that, but so is mental health. So is career health. And so is whatever sets your soul on fire, Mm. whether it's giving back to your community your connection to that, which is greater traveling. Like everyone's got that thing that sets their whole fire. And when you get all of those pillars together, I mean, that to me is like the pure epitome. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. That's fabulous. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Love you, Chloe. Love you. I'm so blessed. Thank you, Julie Black, for introducing us. I'm so happy for the Meet a Wee trip. Julie! 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 And thank you for saying yes. Oh my gosh. First of all, I'm so proud of you. So nice to see you. This is awesome. <laughs> Keep listening to this podcast, everyone. I'm a big fan, big fan. Thank you. Thank you to anyone that's listening. This is where I say we're out. Woo! Amazing. Oh my gosh.